When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street, episode 178. Today is February 10th, and the boys have some things to talk about today. We were going to do a roll call. I'm not sure if we're going to do a roll call today. There's a lot of topics that we can actually talk about relating to the actual baseball season. We can save the roll calls for another time. Sure. Not sure when, unless the team wants to talk about DJ LeMahieu today. I don't really care. Okay. Yeah, do. I think it just... Well, let's, why don't we dive into some things I'm and see... Like, real, that, I'm just not excited to talk about anybody on the team. Okay, so we really won't talk not. about... Well, we're, we're going to talk about people on the team, but it's not going to be oh, I'm just saying, specifically are you, are you, one person. Is there today. anybody on this team right now outside of like Aaron Judge that you're just like, man, I cannot fucking wait to see that guy no. this year? I, I, I'm excited to see Stanton. So, I'm just saying. I would like to see if Glaber picks it fucking up. That actually can bring us right into the first conversation. Good segue there, Chandler. I don't know if it was intentional or not, it but... so intentional. Uh, the first kind of topic I wanted to talk about was a Twitter poll that Chandler put up the other day that caught some caught some fire. And I, I thought it was very interesting, and I thought it was a good pod topic. And um, he put the question up, if one guy had to figure it out, uh, if, you could, if you could have one guy in the Yankees figure it out and figure out how to hit into the 2022 season, who would you choose? Would it be Glaber, DJ, Joey Gallo, or other? So I'm not going to tell you the final results of that poll i want to go around the horn here and figure out who you would rather have and if is it somebody else is it glaber dj or gallo murph start first because you created the poll and we'll let you finish it um i think a lot of people are going to say glaber um because he had i think the biggest drop off from what he was supposed to be to what he was but I think Joey Gallo is a sneaky pick. I feel like if Joey Gallo is firing all cylinders, he fits pretty well in the lineup. We could use some home runs. We could use some on base. Uh, so I would say Joey Gallo maybe isn't the biggest one, but I feel like he's a sleeper pick. Damien? I'm I'm going to go with DJ. Why? I I feel like, you know, when he was – when he was leading off and he was hitting like what was it three twenty? What was his like? He hit like three fifty four. Three fifty, yeah. Dude, like, in the twenty twenty season, I yeah, think exactly. he had like three sixty four. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Like so that first of all, that's something that just lacks in the entire Yankee lineup is people who hit for average. And when he was doing that consistently, I've never felt more confident in somebody when he's up with the, when someone's up the bat than watching DJ hit and. Just that, like, reassurance of someone getting on base, getting base hits, and mixing in those base hits with those home run hitters in the lineup. It just, things just fell together, and they all just kind of made sense. and made the entire lineup better, and I, I was leaning towards 
Glaber too, because I think he's the kind of guy who's like a truly an impact player and can really turn this entire team around. I mean, all three of those guys are impact players. That's why the question was posed. No, I'm saying, but no, but my, my thing is, is like DJ is like, in, because of the spot he's in and like where he hits in the lineup is he's probably going to be a leadoff hitter all the time. Like he's, his job is to get on base and then like he'll have the opportunity to get some RBIs once in a while when the lineup changes. But Glaber is going to be hitting in the heart of the lineup. Yeah, I think it could be argued that DJ, it's either DJ or Judge who was our most valuable offensive player for the last two or three years combined. Yeah. And that's up to interpretation. So if you could have somebody figure out, I think the person that fell off the most, if you pose this question, if you look at this question from a different perspective like that, you look at like who was the worst and having them come back a little bit. Like DJ wasn't that bad. And I think he was. He came well, back he to was, earth. He, came he was hurt, wasn't he? He didn't yeah. come back he to earth. Like 260, he did not come back right? down to earth. He got hurt, and that that was a part of it. But I think you guys both mentioned Gallo being that power hitter, DJ being the the contact hitter. I mean, I think if Glaber could figure it out, he's the perfect mixture of both. That's why I would want – I'd pick Glaber. One, because, you know, DJ is older, Gallo's a little older – if Glaber could figure it out, that's exciting for the future, and that's why I would easily... I don't even think it's close Gallo's that I would pick Glaber. Okay, do you know what I fucking mean? Glaber's our age. He's 20-fucking-four or whatever he is. So if you could have one person figure it out, that will keep me having hope in Glaber that he is this guy that he could. we could build around. We had conversations before about who would you pick, Judge or Glaber, to yeah. build this team around, and that was a real conversation. Some Glaber. of us picked Glaber. I picked so, Glaber. And that conversation is dumb right now. You look batshit crazy for picking Glaber, no, but not I, in the I, moment. I wouldn't change my opinion. I picked Glaber as well in that in the time, but that was post well, his time, his thirty something. He had thirty eight home runs. Thirty eight home run season. So that's why I'm saying if he ends up going back to what he was, or even remotely close to it, and bouncing back to be that offensive weapon, he hits for like he's a career. He hit for like two seventy eight ish. That's what I could see in my head. If he hits for that, plus like not thirty eight home runs, but like twenty high twenties. That's an awesome player, and that's somebody who can potentially get even better as years go on, and that's the guy we traded for. So that's why I don't even think it's particularly close. So I think it was uh, – I kind of threw Gallo in there at the end just because he is a superstar that we traded for that he's – well, supposed to be superstar. <clears throat> but to me, it was always a two-headed race. I kind of like what you said, Murphy. You know, Gallo was kind of that on-base we needed that. We need guys that don't just hit into double plays, which coming into the Yankees, I think he had seven in his career, and they hit for like five. Go fucking figure. But um, to me, curse. when I when I put up the poll, it was a two-headed race between Glaber and DJ, and I was, I don't know. I, I for Glaber for, I think it was Ryan Mecca, so shout out to you. It was singles. Ryan. Yeah, single doubles oh Glaber was his pick, and I agree with that. That would be where I lean, but also Damon kind of had me convinced because when you think about the team from 2019 and 2020, every time that DJ came up to the bat, it was automatic. It felt like, like think about, especially in the clutch. Too. Think about against the Astros, you get that two home run, two run home run. Obviously, we it went was, on to lose that insane. game. It was insane. But then in 2020, in the wild card game, we, he had the hit up the middle to beat Cleveland and all this other stuff. Uh, when they made the switch from Hicks to DJ as the leadoff hitter, there was noticeable improvement in the team. Yeah, I mean it was. It's 
Hicks. No, <laughs> I forgot well, he's, he's, he's a alive. fucking joke. Yeah, fuck that motherfucker. He's having a kid, though, so good for him. Um, I don't care. Can the kid hit? No. <laughs> if he's anything like his dad, no. Um, if anything's like his dad, he's gonna have he's gonna have to get like shoulder surgery at two. Fuck. Before we get too off track, if I could interject about the DJ thing, yeah, we, we were ahead. getting so off reason, track. That was a good catch. Yeah. Just because you asked him, I that I, if you can do you want. <laughs> the reason I left DJ off is because the DJ that we saw last year and DJ at his worst still hits two seventy. But and like but he's he still wasn't a serviceable uh, part of your lineup. I know he's not as good as he was, and he's not as dominant as he was. But when Gallo and Glaber are struggling, like we saw the last two years, they're yeah. flat out. Bad. They're useless. Yeah, well, true. so here's the thing with and DJ. It's a hole. DJ's issue last year, it's not the batting average. It's the you D- struck out a bunch. No, too. it's the DJ that we love, and the DJ that's the table setters going the other way. He's slapping in the five yep. six hole. He's putting it the, the other way. He's situational time. hitting situation. Yep. Whatever the fuck, you know what I mean. Last year, he's rolling over ground balls. He's hitting into double plays. He hit to the shortstop a million times. Exactly. Yeah. It felt like every time we needed every a big time. hit out of him in 2021, it was a, I'm on my front foot, I'm leaned out, my front shoulder's dragging in the fucking dirt, and I'm beating it in the ground to the shortstop. Did it not? I would love to see. Chandler, the hitting coach. Yeah. I've, uh, no, I would I love to see how many times it was my belt. <laughs> first and third one out. And the DJ that we were used to seeing hits an opposite field base hit and drives exactly. it around. That's what and I'm, then this year it was grounding out into a double play. That's what I'm saying. It felt like out. every time there was a guy on first. And so before 2019, 2020, DJ comes up with a runner on first. You just assume it's going to be first and third, nobody out, or whatever the situation may be. Last year, I can say with confidence that every time DJ came up with a runner with a force out, it was going to be a double play. Like, it just. He is a contact hitter, and last year, I don't know what was off. It may have been the injury. He may have just been off. People have off years, He's, but I, I don't know. I don't think that's an indication of how he's going to be for the rest of his time as the Yankees. People freak out about his contract, which isn't even that bad. They're just like, wow, we signed this motherfucker to how, what is it, 90-something million? No, I, that was a very team-friendly contract. It's super team-friendly. His, his game, his game plays to be What the Blue Jays offer, like 150? Career. I don't know. But either way, like, well, you get worried with his age, though. I don't really, once, but his style, you know, his style, his style of play last off is, is, is good for longevity. Exactly, like he's the contact I agree, but when isn't, you start to decline and you're 33, then you never know. If you're I don't think it's down. a start of a decline, though. It's if he the, does it again this year, then I'll say it's a start of a decline. But through injuries, he had a kid. You know, all kinds of shit going on last year. I'll give him a for a guy that's like a career three ten header. I'll give I'll give the dude a break. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna give him a pass too, and that's why I'm more. I think this is a question also about like who would you rather obviously be back to what they were, but who are you more worried about isn't gonna do it. So no. like if you were to put all your if all your your wishes into one person to actually because you because they like Glaber needs it. I, I actually really, I believe I'm in Glaber really the least Gable. out of these three to be the offensive juggernaut that we're trying to make all of these these cases out to be. And I think he needs the most help, which is why I'm going to wish for him to be that guy yeah. more so. so, so to, in. to polish off this question once for all, I will say... I got one more thing after. My, but. Okay, but my final answer would actually be Glaber. Everything, everything good I said about DJ, but when you look at 2019, specifically when Glaber was at his best, that team went how he went. When he was doing well, and he, was, he had the grand slam against Boston... He had all these clutch home runs in game one of the uh, CS against the Astros. He had the home run in the first inning. He had the hit against the Twins in the DS. He was, I mean, the offense literally went how he went. Like, I mean, DJ came in and he had, he let off the game well. He had all these big hits, but 
DJ was the guy, or uh, excuse me, Glaber was the guy hitting doubles. He was the guy hitting clutch home runs. It's kind of what that guy Ryan was saying is the singles, doubles, and the, you know, sprinkle in a home run, Glaber. That guy is a top five, whatever position you want to put him in the league. He's one. He's the young superstar. He's the guy that was the number one prospect in baseball, and that is the Glaber that we need going forward. I think that he's a staple in this lineup if he can get back to that, and I think he's up there with Judge and Stanton. He's so important to this lineup because, like I think it was Damon was saying, he's the middle of the order bat. He's yeah. that guy who <clears throat> half the time hits in the back end of the order because he's been sucking cocks. Yeah. So. yeah, but if he's that guy in 2019, he was our two hole hitter, three hole hitter. I know. That's and if he's I'm doing saying. that, that's a damn good three hole. If you can go Judge, 2019 Glaber, Stanton, that's yeah. a pretty fucking that's a scary trio. And then yeah. you and then you sprinkle in the Gallows, then you sprinkle in DJ. I mean, with, say with, with all this being said, what do you think the odds? But put a percentage on it that Glaber can bounce back to. Not exactly that form, but close to it. I'll put it at plus two hundred. Not I mean percentage wise. I think I think it's heavily I mean if he plays shortstop next year, which I hope he doesn't, then he's not. If he if he if he plays a whole season on second base, I think there's a much higher percent chance that he gets back to where yep. he was hitting wise. I really So where are you putting DJ? Third. First or third. Yeah. We can get into that conversation more when we talk about the first. No, I was just curious, but the last thing on this question that I, or Damon, you go ahead first. No, I was just gonna say I'd like I would be curious to see because like we've all speculated, right? We've we've all had opinions to say like you know he he hits better when he's at second base, which is could be very very true. Like, it is true. We proved it in the back half of last year. Yeah, but I'm saying like it again. It's, it's been well, he had a one year of each, like one solid year of each, like. You know, the, I I get I get the reasoning behind that he hits worse when he's at shortstop. There's a lot more pressure. He's thinking about defense more than offense. I understand all that, and it all makes sense. So, and obviously the stats back it up, right? He was a terrible hitter at shortstop. He was a much better hitter at second base. So, I would be curious to see if this is a position positional thing, if it was a slump thing, or if it was you know I don't know. I'm, I'm just curious to see what it actually was and what the outcome would be if he went back to second base. I think he's a head case in the first place. I'll let you go. Maybe there's just going to be a real quick point on this. Um, Because you've seen him make those just stupid fucking mistakes his whole career. So the fact that his defense at shortstop affects him offensively, that does not surprise me one bit. You see the – yes, he's made amazing base running plays. He had the – what was it first to home on a ground yeah, ball? Insane. He's had these things, and he's obviously an amazing talent, amazing player. He's if you could put fucking natural player in the dictionary, be Glaber fucking Torres. But he's shown his entire career that he's gonna make these dumbass mistakes, and I think putting him in a position that he's not comfortable in just exacerbates that. So to your point, Damon, I, I totally agree. I think if you yeah. put him at second base. It's a totally different story. I think. I think if you put him at second base, there's a good a good chance we can get Glaber back. I don't think he's ever going to hit 38, 40 home runs again, but I think you can get two eighty plus. I think you can get twenty five home runs out of him, and I think I think you can get a legitimate middle of the order. I mean, weapon. What did he hit last year? Like five home runs? He didn't. He had like two home runs in July. It was ridiculous. All right, what were you saying, Murphy? Sorry. Well, so yeah, I mean, yeah, we got off track, but I was the one last point I had about Gallo was that if you bring him back in his, you know, I don't want to say prime, but in his say he has his best year going forward, you're going to have 
as an opposing team, you're going to have to face Judge, Stanton, and Gallo, who are probably three of the five scariest hitters in baseball. And but on a given day, you could go to 0 for 9 with 9Ks in that. But not – yeah, so not with current Gallo, yeah. But if Gallo is having a career year and then Stanton and Judge are playing how they were last year and how they we anticipate them to do next year, the odds of that happening are pretty low. And you're going to have to face the three of them, especially in the playoffs, is going to be a huge problem. Yeah, no, and I don't I'm, know I'm with you. I'm just playing devil's that advocate. That. And my... say you throw Gallo either at, at the three and then uh, Stanton and Judge four or five, whatever, have Gallo first or throw him in the middle. He's more of the on-base guy than Judge and, and Stanton. So if you're putting the odds that Stanton and Gallo are going to have a runner on at at least twice a game, once, twice a game, great. Yeah, and the reason the reason I picked DJ out of all this initially was mainly because of that reasoning behind they could that that trio right there could go over now for three Ks each, but a, a strong contact hitting DJ at the front of the lineup like that that sets up the the you know the the five six seven eight hitters to really succeed. It's, it, it sets up the entire lineup to just do better when these contact when these power hitters just strike out all the time. So like. It helps out in the long run for the longevity of the season if one guy who's a contact hitter at the top of the lineup can actually produce. One thing yeah, before we move on, can we all agree on this? In the other, I saw a couple of people saying Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez doesn't count. Gary, Gary Sanchez, Sanchez hasn't learned how to hit in four years. He hasn't, and even if he can hit, he can't field, so he's still half a player. <laughs> he's not even a good half a player. I just, no, don't, I just don't even like him. No, I just want, you know what, we haven't talked about Gary in a while, so I just want to throw it out there. Reason. Just like in all four, hey, fuck you, Gary. No, all of these, I mean, what, no, what, he, what these players have that he does not have, what he, what he what these players have that he does not have is Everything. skill. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> I guess ceiling, and the potential is the word. He had, they all have potential to be good. They all had so, down years. He has not. So I'm they had down now, Gary had one good year, and the rest is his career. Yeah, I, I think we should clip this just as, to play a little devil's advocate. I think that our narrative on Gary could switch I don't. so fast. I, I don't so disagree. So. If he is hitting, I agree. Like, I'm, I'm not saying this is. Gonna, I'm not Jones saying this is going to happen. Gavel on you with the like, fuck we, no there. Well, so here, well we we have said an irreversible amount of bad things about Gary, and rightfully so. We, so. We probably never say anything good. Gary again, but what happens if he's hitting 280 with 30 home runs going? He also, yeah, yeah, what if pigs anybody, will fucking fly? Yeah, dude, what if I what, make the majors next year? No, exactly. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what's going to happen, Murph? Like, we can't say anything. I, I try not to say too much about Gary because he's still the starting catcher. And he, no, you can say what you he, want. He, you can dude, say, he sucks. Yeah, what if we resign? I'm, 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 I'm not saying he's good. He's bad. saying he's good. But he doesn't have potential. He doesn't even have potential. I'm so fucking tired of the. Man, if he could ever get back to his rookie stop? form, his rookie. We, his I don't rookie, think he's no. ever going to do that. Stop? His rookie year was six years ago. But there is a chance. No, there's that not. He Dude, was so long ago. His rookie year was six also has, years no, ago. I, Fuck I, off listen, about his potential. That. I understand that. He's not the starting catcher going forward. I'm, I'm not trying to say no, too much. No, he will be. But that's, that it sucks that he is. I hope it happens, obviously, for the sake of the Yankees. And I hope we look like I don't. But no, there's gonna be those. Group, see, that's the thing. People that you, like, you would rather Gary do bad so we can keep shitting on him than mm-hmm. for him to do good, and we and we just. I'd rather do Gary that. do bad so he cannot be the catcher we anymore. Have one for the, year. Or, or, I'd rather have the organization realize he's actually that bad, 
and they get rid of him and get a new catcher. That's why I want. Left, so if he hits two sixty five, if he hits two sixty five next year with even thirty home runs, then that's what worst case. I'm not going to be upset if he does well, but I'm just no, saying. But still, you think he's I don't think he can. He Look, up that from actually? a Yankees standpoint, I'm happy because that means the Yankees are doing well. But from a catching standpoint, that sucks because that's not the player that he is, and we know that now. I would rather him. And, uh, I'd rather him do. Like, I don't want to catch her anyway. But I, I like every anyway. No, but you have Austin Wells in the fucking Great. pipeline. By the and time he's he gets to, up, Gary's going to be What do you mean by the time he gets up? He's drafted out of college at 23. <laughs> he's like 26 now. He's ready to roll. He's ready you to think fucking he's roll. coming up this year? He's not if coming get, up this year. He could. He very well could. Yeah, he won't. He could. He won't. He won't. He could. He won't. He's the, so How good. about this, Chandler? Let's put this bet down right now. Yeah, put okay. that a bet. It's not, neither of these are going to happen. But I think that Gary hits over 250 before Austin Wells gets pulled up. Disagree. How much do you want? What do you want to bet? 50 bucks. Okay, done. For a full season? Neither of those are going to happen, so it's going to be a push, Austin Wells is going to get caught up in the next two years. I'm saying at the end of the year, let's let's put <laughs> Gary in put a pull up. 60 games. In case Austin Wells will be starting. He's in, what's Gary got? One more up. year? What will happen first? So yeah, Gary hits 250. Year, Austin Wells year, gets called up. There, Austin Wells gets Wells called up. up this year. Austin Wells gets called up or he, or he becomes the starting catcher. Becomes no. the start. I mean, so yeah, called up for ten games doesn't. I mean, because they do that. Count. He's gonna get. He's gonna be if Austin Wells, if everything stays the same, setibus paribus, all things is, are equal. Austin Wells will be up by September of this year. He you will think. be a September call up. Worst case scenario. And you don't think Gary's gonna hit two fifty? Fuck no! I have. A I don't think a, Gary's gonna hit two fifty. The point I is have that I don't a think good of a chance of starting at fucking shortstop as Gary does of hitting two fifty. All right, a bet's a bet. We'll put this poll up to everybody on social media tomorrow as well. Uh, let's move on because I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fuck Gary. Sanders. Is that okay? Yeah, I hate him yeah, so much. Okay, so moving on. Uh, so the Yankees have a first base dilemma, do they not? Big, big time. So the two a people. Can I say a self-inflicted oh, one? Okay, yeah. Okay, can I? Dilemma can I open it up? something bad. Well, let, let him do the context like. first, then you can banter. Okay. <laughs> that's, how so, that's how conversation works. Go for it. Currently, right. obviously, the Yankees have two first basemen on their roster. They have, well, Rizzo is a free agent, but. Okay, yeah, I guess. Well, currently, they just have Void on the roster. So Rizzo is a free agent. That is, I feel like, and it, it the whole situation feels like it's a backup plan for Rizzo, but I don't know why you can, you can't just assume it's a backup plan because he's a good player and other teams will want him. And I always have that sneaky feeling that he's going to go back to the Cubs. So I don't know what's happening there, but they recently have just come out and said they're expecting to uh, have the Yankees aggressively pursue Freddie Freeman when the lockout ends. So that's, that to me, that do you, well, I'll open that up. Do you guys think that smoke or fire that we're going to pursue Freddie Freeman? We'll break out one of the, we'll break out one of the break out one of the old smoke, smoke, segments. Smoke. I think it's fire. We're going to per- pursue him. I think it's smoke that we're going to get him. Really? There's no shot that to get him. Did the I, Braves that, that are not going to let their it seems too good to be true. It probably is. Not even, franchi- not even the Braves. I just don't think Freddie Freeman's going to leave. I don't think the Braves are going to let their franchise star out, go after winning a World Series, and I don't think the Yankees are going to pony up what it costs to get him. I, yeah, I just like they, like they they just won a World Series. Like he's the heart and soul of the Braves. I can't I believe he hasn't been signed they're already. They're paying Acuna nothing. Literally, Keep the brand and Albies too. They're paying. They're paying. Yeah, their they, three they got both of nothing. them yeah. at like 
Goodwill Price. Albies and Could you imagine Acuna's? being a Braves fan? Like, Dude. we're pissed at our team. Could you imagine all that being said? What we just said about Freddie Freeman, they just won the World Series. He's a huge part of it. He won MVP last year, was it? Yeah. All these things. They have everybody else in affordable contracts, and they did not sign him literally. They let him forget not signing him before the lockout started. Did he let him hit free agency? Albies and Acuna's Dude. agent should go to prison. I'm just going to put that right Swanson there. Swanson at the, at the parade screamed, bring back Freddie, and the whole crowd went absolutely bananas. Like, I'd, if we were a Braves podcast, we would be way more pissed. Like, this is how pissed we are right now for the for the YouTube folks. This is how pissed we would be if... If I was Dude, a Braves, we I'd be Braves heartbroken. Fans. That's so fucked up. He's literally... He's stuck with that team through all the shit they've been through. What was that? The first World Series they've been to since, like, 1996? 90, okay, 95. So, this is a guy that's stuck with the shit for... Five, six, seven years now. He's your franchise guy, and you're gonna let him talk. You're gonna let him talk to the Yankees. Yeah, you think he, you no. think he's pissed now? He should be. I feel like they rubbed him the wrong way, I'm and now pissed. he would want to leave. Right? I'm pissed as a fan of Freddie Freeman. Well, I'm 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 setting it up to show the point that if he's that pissed, saying. then he then the likelihood of him leaving is actually kind of high. I don't think he will go though. That's the thing. I just he, I don't think he's got either. roots there. He. His family's there. He's got a dude. They could very well just win a World Series next year too. They're that like they when Acuna have, comes back. They yeah, won, they won a World Series without Acuna. But, a, yeah. but, but Freeman, but Freeman is the heart and soul of that team. But that's besides yeah. the there's point. so much more than just his production that you're losing. If you lose Freddie Freeman, you lose the Bridge are not the same. Once they, you they don't lose win one the, without him, but they could win one if he comes back. You lose the heart. If you lose Freddie Freeman, you lose the heart. Like. Yeah, you lose Acuna. Acuna is arguably the best player in baseball. You lose a limb. If you lose Freddie Freeman, you lose the core of that team. It's gone like yeah. that. What's Boom, crazy done. is that nobody was talking about him as a free agent option until recently because everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion yeah. that he was going back. I just don't think – I don't and understand. Then, I think the like, Yankees' priorities are in the wrong place. Well, the the classic line was also linked to that same article. Is like, we are going to aggressively pursue Freddie Freeman, but – He's not a priority, which means we're not going to get him in my mind. Because when they say that, it's like they're just dipping their yeah. toe in and they're not really going to do anything. Oh, the about Braves' it. initial well, the offer was 180. We'll give you 181. I feel like the Yankees have still, they're, they're still in that mindset of like, we're the Yankees, so people will want to come just because. Yeah. Like, That's what Hal Steinbrenner like, thinks. The, the, he literally thinks it's worth that much still. Like back in the day, yeah, it's like, like you just said, if the deal with the Braves is 180. And the Yankees are like, how would you like 161? But you can play for the Yankees. Like then they feel like <laughs> they think that that still carries that much weight. It doesn't anymore. Yeah, it's, it's like it's hey, just, well, you know what it does shit. though, because the Yankees have a lot more money than a lot of other teams have. Do but they? no, but then, then why would he's, they? If he's going to leave, if he's going to leave the Braves, he's going to take the best offer. Well, it's not going to be from the fucking Yankees. Then well, that's what I mean, though. People won't come here gonna, he for a discount to, a to win a World Series because. It's not a foregone conclusion because we're not going to. That's not our thing anymore. We're... I don't. I don't think that any team that's not a contender is going to give him a legitimate offer. I just so he's going to want to go to a team that's going to win a world, going to be in contention for a World Series. Which I mean, who wouldn't want it? The Braves. I, mean, Braves. I think like, he's going to yeah. be a Brave or a Yankee. I don't. Even, is there even another think he's team out go there anywhere else? Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers probably can't. I'm sure the Red Sox could use a first baseman. Where else is he? The Red Sox were in on Rizzo, so the Red Sox could very much be a dark horse to get him. First baseman too, and they have a lot of money. Money for it, yeah. That's and I'd be, I'd be, I'd be so shocked if he was going back to Atlanta. Like I would be so, so shocked. I think he's going to be worse if he goes to another team. 
I mean, like, I, I can't that? really explain that too much. Like, I just feel like he's not going to be Freddie Freeman. Like, I feel like he just thrives off being the guy and being the the beloved guy in Atlanta. And then if he goes somewhere else, I disagree. I, think I respect he'll be, that. I think he'll I be just, better. He's just I just such feel a good like he's player. not going to be Freddie Freeman. Anymore. His swing just he's going to be everywhere. somebody that we paid a lot of money for, and he's just not going to be. Like, I think you're saying that because we've been burned so many times. I will tell you this though. You're when probably it, right, and maybe I am, but I just and he's have a lefty. Feeling. Can't really Everything him coming to the Yankees makes him better. He's got better field dimensions. He'll have more protection in the lineup. He's a lefty versus righty, Stanton, righty, Judge, and then go back to potentially Glaber being better and DJ being righty. Like He has all the protection in the world. He's always going to get that righty pitcher because the three batter minimum rule. He will. There's no way he gets worse that. by coming to the Yankees. I will say you this. You can explain that all you want, and logically, I think you're right. I just have that <laughs> okay. feeling. I think I, I, it's just a feeling. So... I don't even I don't have him as my number one priority at first base. I will say that Matt Olson is the number I think one Matt, I think so. I, I think, think Matt Olson's the clear either. cut number one. I think Matt. It's I to me. It's Matt Olson, or you just fucking let it go and you let Luke Voigt play. I don't think you should waste money on Rizzo. I really don't. I love Rizzo. He's a great defender. He's a pretty good hitter. But I don't. I think there's so much else that you need on the team. I think it's Olson or. Olsner Voigt to me makes the most sense. Matt Olson is everything you could want in a first baseman, and all he costs is prospects, which we've got a thousand shortstop you prospects. You can't we just say that. What do you, you mean? Can't I can't say all he costs is prospects. He's costing a number ten prospect in all of baseball. How many shortstop prospects do you need? Are... We have okay, got so three. The, three the, the what is it? About four short, of our top ten sh- prospects are shortstops, and they're all like twenty. If you get a position, if you could have depth in your farm oh, system no. at any position in the field other than pitcher, it would be shortstop. Look, let me let they me can just move around. They can go anywhere. You could bring in Story and have him play third if you want to, no. and bring up one of those guys. Okay. Like, I, I'm just saying. Like, let me put it this way though: if you really, really need to upgrade first base that bad, which I don't even think it's that big of a priority. No, like I agree to me, that. I don't, I don't understand where the first base craze is. Like coming from, I think you need a center fielder more. Yeah, I think you need a shortstop. We have more. plenty of options to play first base. The problem yeah. is there's no center. Fielders. I think you need a catcher more. I think you need starting pitching more. But if you're this hell bent on first base, I think it's Matt Olson. I think it's the clear cut. He's the lefty bat. He hits for average. He hits for power. He wins Gold Gloves. He's everything you could ever want. He's 27 years old and he's in arbitration still. It, I, he might even be pre-arbitration. I think he's got actually he's got no, two he years left. Ar- he's got two years left to arbitration. He's 27. So. To me, it's Matt Olson. That's the guy. If you don't get Matt Olson, which they're not going to because they're not willing to part with anybody, which go fucking figure. And and honestly, this might be an overreaction because of how unwilling Cashman is to part with prospects in general. And it's just bit us in the ass time and time and time again. But to me, Matt Olson is the guy. You go out and you get Matt Olson. You add that lefty bat. He's young. He Like I said, he's young. He wins gold gloves. He hits for power. He hits for average. He is the guy. If you don't get him, you stick with Voight. You don't go spend money on Rizzo. Rizzo's, what? what's he, 33 now? That's all fine and dandy, but if you're all worried about money and you're worried about the luxury tax, don't go spend 100 plus million on Anthony Rizzo. Don't go spend that money on Freddie Freeman. I don't think they have a shot anyway, but even if you could, he's 33. Keep Luke Voigt. Do what you can with it and go or- from there. Luke Voigt's not okay. bad. Like Luke I don't know why everybody's. Man. I think this. There, Luke Voigt is awesome. I he think almost won everybody. MVP. I think everybody shortened season, but I think everybody on this list of four, I would be happy with. There's no one that's like, oh shit, we have to deal with him again. Like it, 
Luke Voigt, Anthony Rizzo, Matt Olson, Freddie Freeman. I would be cool with either, any of them. Concern, because that because all of our concerns are elsewhere. And I think okay. money better spent if we had Voigt, if we kept Voigt, because that costs nothing extra, and we spent the money on other people like, that we actually need. Like you Correa. said, glaring issues are shortstop and center field, I, more I pitching. That's why I don't I think the likelihood of this happening for Freeman Olsen maybe because it and I don't like saying this Murph it only costs prospects but payroll wise it only costs it doesn't cost much so that's why it could work you're upgrading a position that is just not necessary if it's money if it's Freeman and and maybe voice in the deal I'm okay with that maybe maybe, we we would not the A's aren't going to give us Olsen unless we overpay for him and I don't think he's worth overpaying for. I. What do you mean? Because he won we, an because MVP. We have Voight, because we have Voight. He's and so much better than Matt Olson. And I love Matt. I love Luke Voigt. It's not the point, though. I think Luke Voigt is... This is one thing I'll say real quick. Does Luke Voigt even want to be here anymore? They treat him matter. Or pay him well, I well, no, but that does matter because that's going to affect how he plays. He doesn't fucking want to be there. Why would if you want to be after they treated him last for the year? New York Yankees, he's going to be okay with that. We treated him like shit last year as a fan base. No, I not as, a, as the management. As the management, too, but both. They basically but, just put a giant finger in his face and said, fuck you. I don't care what you did in 2020. For him, I don't care what you did in 2019. You're dead point, to me. What's he going to do? Is he, he going to just not play well because he doesn't want to be there? He's going to play so. well, but you're, you're a major league baseball player. He's a human at the end of the day. That's got to be noodling around in the back of his brain. Yeah, like you're, if still, I, you're still playing to play. To, to you know, even if, you're, if I go 0 for 3, they're going to replace me at the deadline. So like, so go 1 go one for 3. Go 2 for 3. Oh, keep, keep your spot. Well... You're playing for a spot. You're, play, you're playing. Not, you're playing I, I think for the you're next contract. A, you're putting a lot of. That's easier said than done. You're putting a lot of yeah, uh, a lot of headspace into like where dude, his dude, where his head's at. If Luke is Chandler, Chandler. If Luke Floyd, I don't think it matters that much. What I'm saying, in terms of the decision, I get how he'll play, but the decision for the team. You're you're putting a lot of weight into how he's feeling. No, I'm not putting this decision on the team. I'm saying, I'm saying, I think that the relationship is so damaged from last year that I don't think that I love Luke Voigt. I think he's a good baseball player. I think he's going to have a successful career. I'm just saying I'm concerned that if you bring him back, is he going to be all there mentally because of what they did to him last year? And I don't blame him one bit. Probably not. Clint Frazier situation. Kind of I deal? don't blame him one like, bit. Clint they Frazier. treated him like shit and he deserves a lot better. He almost won an MVP. The dude got fucking hurt. It happens. Yeah, the right. difference between him and Clint Frazier is he actually had a good season, and well, he he almost won MVP. Yeah, well, if I could put a little bit of a wild theory out there, I think that the reason that everybody seems to want first baseman is because f- what the Yankees lineup is looking for fits the first baseman mold from a batting standpoint. It's the lefty hitter that can get on base, and they look really good at Yankee Stadium and play That's elite defense. Every That's elite why Matt Olson looks great. That's why Anthony Rizzo looked great. Voigt's a righty who's not that great at defense, and however great he is, we don't look at it necessarily from a positional standpoint on what we need. I mean, to an extent we do, but when we look at who's up for a free agent, who would do the best in Yankee Stadium? Who's available? Matt Olson would look great. Did you see the video? Did you see the video of Matt Olson's uh, doubles? And there was, I think Yankee Librarian posted this video. It was like a, a highlight reel of doubles. That will act, would actually have gone out in Yankee Stadium, like measured, would go out in Yankee Stadium. There was I like there was like ten doubles that would have just cleared the wall easily. I and think <laughs> if Matt Olson played at Yankee, I legitimately believe this. I think if Matt Olson 
played 82 games or 81 games a year at Yankee Stadium, I think he would win an MVP. He could, especially with the protection. Like he he has the same everything that Rizzo would get and that uh, Freeman would get. He's lefty combined like on but a team with a million righties. Him, I would rather have him over Freeman and Rizzo. I think he's. I think Matt Olson. To me, if you're not going to go get one of the marquee shortstops in Correa and Story, I I think he's priority number one because they're not. I mean, think of the big ticket free agents: Rodon, Story, uh, Correa. They're not going to pay. I don't think they're going to pay for any of them. I think he is. I think he's the guy. I think he's priority one as far as what the Yankees are willing to spend. I think Matt Olson would be the most excited. He would get me the most excited of everybody on this list. Could you imagine? I mean, that means you got Judge at two, Olson at three, Stanton at four, Gallo at five, and Glaber at six. That's hot. That is hot. That that makes me excited to go to a game again. Yeah, we still don't have a shortstop though. That's the problem. We no, no, we that's don't have a if we get Matt Olson, I don't think that deters us from getting a shortstop because the money. Money you, we're not getting, we're not getting a short. If we don't get a shortstop. Do you guys think Geo's playing short? I mean, look, looking like I it. Geo existed. I, I'm telling you right now. I do not. Don't throw this on the back burner. You guys kind of laughed at me at the last episode. I don't think it's crazy that Peraza starts a shortstop. It's I crazy. really, really don't think it's crazy. I, I'm not saying I would be mad if it happened. I think, I think Jason cool. Dominguez is going to be MVP this year. Dude. Uh, I love. No, I'm definitely so glad. not that crazy. But I love that Jason Dominguez is a Yankee. It makes me so happy. But for fuck's sake, can we not post a video every time he goes to Chick Fil A? Like I get it. He's good. He's big. He's yoked. He hits balls far. I don't need to see him taking a shit. Like, look at the Martian. Look at this fucking log the Martian just put out. Like he is the fucking man. This guy's gonna win 32 MVPs. Yeah, it's in so a much row. avocado today. Yo. Team Guacate. <laughs> shit. Like he's 18 years old. It still looks like avocado on the way out, too. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, dude. Like he's gonna be such. I actually he's don't even like biggest, Dominguez anymore. <laughs> he's gonna be the biggest disappointment in franchise history. Dude, well, here's the thing: he's gonna yeah. be a disappointment unless he wins eight straight MVPs with the way they hype him up. I know. It's, it's like terrible. Dominguez had three eggs for breakfast. You know who else did that? Joe oh, DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah, Joe DiMaggio. God. Yeah. Should we unretire all the Yankee numbers so he can be fucking three, four, five, six, seven? Uh oh. Dominguez's breakfast this morning: cigarettes and hot dogs. You know who else did that? Babe Ruth. <laughs> it's just now pitching for the Yankees. Jason Dominguez <laughs> batting first. He's the next Joey Otani. No. That no, being said, I, I hope he's amazing. I hope. He hears this and he comes and beats my fucking ass after he wins the triple crown. No, I but. think I think I'm just tired of hearing about people who are not going to play in the next four years. Yeah, I don't like it. No, I, I straight up do not like Jason Dominguez anymore. I don't. I don't. <laughs> he's, he's been hyped too much that I just don't. I don't like him anymore. I just don't. I, I'll like him again I, when he starts playing. I think the, it's what the, we were saying before. Is my mind is so set up for disappointment that I already am disappointed. The day that he <laughs> they sent, hyped him up so much that. that I am straight up already disappointed. And that's it. The day that he sends Aaron Hicks fucking pack into the golf course is when I'll be back on the track. Aaron Hicks would be hyped about it. Dude, if Aaron right. Hicks is still playing by the time that he's he our starting shortstop. Didn't Aaron fielder. Hicks also drive a par four one time? Or am I making that? He aced a par like, four. Isn't he really good at golf? Oh, yeah, he, he aced, aced a par, a par four. four. Even better. Even better. He yeah, also had, he also really just signed a seven year contract. So yeah, three years ago. That was like okay. Still four years. I'm trying to think of the positive. That contract feels like it was a really long time ago. 
Like, there's no Yankee I hate more than Aaron Hicks. Really? No. Swear to God. Gary Sanchez. No, Gary, I, I hate Aaron Sanchez. Hicks more than Gary Sanchez. Disagree. Who were the the at, who ended on the Sun less? Nick Chris, Nelson. Nick Chrisky. Brooks fucking Chrisky. I hate I hate Aaron Hicks more. Uh, Andrew Heaney. I hate oh. Aaron Hicks more. Okay, but a lot of the people no, that you were don't. on the Sun aren't supposed I to be swear good. Swear to God, and they're not. They're, they're trying their best. Yeah, Hicks is supposed to be good. <laughs> they're trying their best yeah. out there. Aaron Hicks cares about fucking Cheetos. Aaron and golf. Hicks. Aaron Hicks is just. He I did get a little fat. He's fat. He's getting paid Not to be out I there. Have. He's supposed to be a star. No one expected Andrew Heaney to be our star pitcher. This is prime time for content. I didn't Rella, Didn't you think he was going to be good? No, sir. Aaron oh, no, he said, oh, he's at least he's depth when we got him. That's I all remember, I said, which I was, he still was. And you know yeah. what? And it ended up being necessary. He pitched in the fucking in meaningful games because we needed to because we didn't have pitchers. Mm. He I would have rather had whoever the other guy was. I don't know I don't if it was to prove point. Regardless, he was used, and that's why clearly signing him. The next guy up, if he wasn't used in situations, would probably be Brooks Christie. No. Or some other fucking bum who is worse. Who is a who is clearly a worse option than Heaney. May so I, may I ask a question real quick? This is actually a serious question that I could pose to the team. What do you see Luis Heels role this year? I think he's gonna be in the rotation. I hope he's in the Starting rotation. Starting from the spring training? I hope so. Why I think not? He's gonna be in the rotation really for more games than he won't be. That's why I want to go to spring training so bad because I, I think really want to see take some stints in the bullpen. But I think he's gonna be on the major league roster more for fifty plus percent of the year, and I think he's gonna be in the rotation. For I think so. Here, I'm with you. I, I want to see the Luis in spring I think, training. I think he's gonna spend fifty percent or so. He's gonna hover as a teeter, like number five guy, and I think in 2023 he's gonna be he's gonna be a dude. Nice glass, by the way. Speaking of, thing, though, wait, speaking of, oh, go ahead. Wait, before, yeah, sorry. I really hope that he doesn't turn into Luizaga. And I mean, this is, I love Luizaga. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Listen, I think his career path could turn into one of two trajectories. He could turn into Severino, where he's a starter, or he could turn into Luizaga. See, he's up I think and down. I think that's more doesn't Medina. work out as a starter. Finds his way into the bullpen. I think that's more. Obviously, Medina. I'd be fine with either. So Medina, I think, is the same way too. See, I think Heel's um, different. I think, but I think Medina is going to turn into Luizaga, and I think that Heel is going to turn into Seth. I see. I think. I think Heel is starter or bust. I think Medina is that. Yeah, that kind. That kind of thing you're talking about. I, and I think. I think Heel's got the stuff to stay if he can locate, which. Like you said, kind of Seve. That was Seve's thing. He couldn't locate, and that's why he spent half a year in the minors. He came back up, did the bullpen, all that shit. Everybody knows Luis Severino. It's fucking 2022. If you don't know him, then uh, go watch some Yankees history for the last few years, and you'll learn. It is history at this point. It is. Uh, but well, what did he come up, 2015? Yeah. But either way. It's been so a while. I think I think I think he'll, to me, I think best case scenario is the three starter. Come 2023. Goodbye, Murphy. Oh, welcome back. Uh, I'm um, back. No, I was just trying to fix my camera. Sorry. So I think I think best case scenario, heals a three starter behind Seve and Cole in 2023. I think worst case scenario, he's he's just kind of uh, a fringe, you know, call up whatever. But but to me, I so think he's got the you. stuff. The only thing holding him back is stuff. So to, I I think he I think he is an integral part of the success of this team. If the Yankees are going to go far, Luis Heel has to be a part of that equation, in my opinion. If you see him struggling in, say, like late May, 
Would you rather see him get bumped to the bullpen or sent down? Sent down. For his own, yeah. I sent down. I I, we've got too many bullpen arms. And if, if this is a recurring theme over two or three years, let him try the bullpen. But what is he, 24? 20, he's not even that. He's 23, 22? I feel yeah, like I it just worked. I feel like it just worked with Loisega and Severino and even Domingo. So now they're just going to keep doing that formula. So he will be sent to the bullpen with, like, without a doubt. I think you're right. Well, that's why I asked because those three, I, I was, I've been saying this for years, and it started with Sevi, and then it turned into Herman, and then it turned yeah. into Loisga. Is that they were like the next guy to come up, and they were like the big deal that everybody was watching. They came up, they got shelled, they went down, and then the three of them had very different career paths. And I feel yeah. like it's not an exact formula; it just happened to work out. All into one of those. Like, yeah. how many different paths can you take? I think it's borderline. It's almost like a grooming situation, like how you know. NFL quarterbacks, they sit on the bench for like an Aaron Rodgers situation behind Brett Favre for a little bit. It's like they, it's just a, a way for them to grow a young pitcher. They're like, all right, we'll give you some some spotlight and spurts. That's why the bullpen works. So you don't actually you don't have to like. I feel like that pressure of being a starter is very big, obviously, because you like you're out there, and if you get pulled early, then that's very embarrassing. There's a lot of pressure to stay out there long. If you're in the bullpen and you fuck up. Your day's over after a batter. It's like, whatever. Everybody will forget about it because you'll go out there two days from now and then bring it back up. If you if you fucking lay an egg as a starter, it's a lot of pressure. I feel like that, like the mental aspect of that is why they throw them in the bullpen at, at a young age. So they build up confidence. But um, speaking of Luis's, and like uh, what I was saying was I wanted to, uh, we were talking about spring training trip before we got on the air. I Every time we go to spring training, I feel like the Luis's always come in after one after the other after the other after the other mainly Medina and and heel but then there was uh Sessa Murph's boy and then Severino usually got some recently would just be getting like an inning or so but Luis Severino we put that uh, that post up like please god give me a fully healthy season of Luis Severino what do you think your expectation is for him this year like it, it, can we actually i think there's a chance i mean he's he, he had a fully he was healthy at the back end of the year. He was pitching, and then he has a full entire offseason and then some because there's a lockout to go into this year. I think the chances of him, like, oh, everything should be normal. My for expectation him. for him. He had a normal offseason. My expectation is that he gives us a full season of above average pitching. Number that two, is my, that is my expectation, not my hope. My hope is that he returns to dominant ace form. My expectation is that he comes back and he gives us he's probably not going to throw over 200 innings after Tommy John but I want him to give us 150 and I want him to throw low 3 ZRA and I want him to strike out some batters I want to rely on him as a 2 to 3 starter I think that's a reasonable expectation if it's not then then he's not then he's not the, I'm he's not where he should be I want he, him to strike out some batters no, 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 but I mean, seriously, no, he was supposed to be our ace. Before we signed Garrett Cole, this was our ace of the future, was it not? If he's not the number two this year, I'm, I'm extremely disappointed. No, not even that. If he's not well, no, one, he two, or three, I need him no. to be a three starter. I need him to come in every five days. I need him to throw five to six innings. I need him to give up two earned runs and strike out seven. If he does that consistently, I'm happy. That is what I, that's what I expect. Best case scenario, I think he comes back. <clears throat> I don't think there's any way that he sniffs 200 innings, not with the way the Yankees baby their fucking people. 
But best case scenario, he comes out and he's that he's a dominant two that's limited by innings and injury. Worst case scenario, I think he hovers towards the back of the rotation, but I just don't. He's too good. He's too good to be that guy unless he's hurt still. Hasn't really been that guy for a while. So yeah, because he's been he hurt. But when okay, he's, he's, but good. He's, he's never been. Being hurt is a huge if. You don't know no. if he will ever come back to that form. So like, that's but not, you, asked you me can't my just expe- dismiss that. You asked me my expectation. My expectation is if he's fully healthy, if he is a fully healthy person for an entire season, nothing else matters. If It's, it's an enormous health, if. If it. That you asked me my expectation. My expectation expectation is built in. Like, do you think he can be that? Yes, I do. My expectation is not that he could be healthy. For it is. Year. He can't. He had Tommy John. That's not I like. And a then injury he, had a leg, he had a leg thing on the way back from his return last year yeah, that could, delayed him. No, no. I I, my, my, I expect him to be happen. a three starter. Worst case scenario. I I, Murph, I expect him to do that. So I think. Yeah, one of two things is going to happen. Either what Chandler said is best case scenario. I think I think if he is healthy, he's going to be a number two at the very least. But I also have this weird feeling that the injuries are going to nag him. And like he's either going to last the whole season the way Chandler said, or he's going to have something in spring training that they're going to be really vague on. And then he's going to try to come back and then he's going to be out for the year. You can say like, that for I, you have no concern that he's going to re-injure himself no, at all. No, it's a Tommy. It's Tommy John. If his elbow's healed, it's healed. If it's not, it's not. Which player have you been watching, though? Like, this, I, I agree with that. I just, I agree with it's that. Tommy John. You both have no concern whatsoever. No, if he's if the Yankees tell me he's healthy, I'm not going to go. Oh, because like, they tell the truth. No, 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 no they no. don't. Yeah, they exactly. don't. They're really transparent. No, yeah. they're not. Is that they're, the point? Can I? Can I? Can I finish? Sevi has a broken leg. For all we know, can right I finish? Now. I, it's not. But it's not like a soft tissue injury. It's not like oh, Judge left the game with. Yeah, a nagging, like a nagging side. It's like, oh yeah, he ruptured his oblique. He's out for six and a half years. No, like <laughs> my, it, it's a Tommy John. It's pretty much what it's been for seven. At this we point. know what it is. He ruptured his UCL. He got it fixed. If that's healthy, if he went through his surgery and it was successful, which he proved it was at the end of last year, was dominant when he came back. He was dominant. Was he? Yes, he gave up zero I don't runs over. Want to say dominant? He was. I mean, he was. What do you mean? I mean, Chandler. He was good. He was he, dominant. He, he gave up zero dominant. runs. Dominant. You can't. You can't throw the word dominant around. He would give up zero runs over his first like six outings. And he struck out like sixty percent. About what do you mean? You guys are wrong. You're wrong. So I, that's I, that's I, unfortunately the truth is that you're both wrong. But <laughs> so can't just say I'm that. looking over stats. Right he was now. dominant when he came back. If he comes out, he obviously good. he came in in a relief role or a abbreviated starter. But if he comes out and he does that, like, I'm not concerned about the elbow. If his elbow's fine and he's healed from Tommy John, I'm not concerned about the other injuries. Those are just going to be freak things that pop up over the season. I'm not going into the season worried about it, though. No, I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not worried about the Tommy John either because it's either. The rest is all speculative. Yeah, I think I it's think either it's either terrible or it's good. It's like there's no in between now. It's like enough time has passed where he's either over it and he's going to be pitching as good as he'll ever going to be able to pitch again or. He's going to suck. <laughs> he had, I, I don't he think he's going to. Can I read his stats injury. real quick? Can I read his stats real quick from 2021? He had four games, six innings pitched, two hits, no runs. Yeah, he sucked ass. Eight strikeouts. He was pretty good. What a I mean, fucking piece short. of shit. It's that's extremely small sample no, no, size. That, that, but that's good. That's not 
dominant. That is dumb. He gave that's up pretty, two that's hits. That's dominant. And dude, no if, runs. Dude, if I go in there and I pitch one inning with three strikeouts, my dominant. You had eight strikeouts. You're dominant. Am I good? You're dominant for that inning. eight strikeouts. If you, went, if you pitched one inning and struck out all three, yeah, you dominated. Yeah, but I'm not dominant for my for the season. I, I you, just If that's good. your season, yes, you are. I pitch good. You're dominant for that game, and that game is your season. Okay, this there, is going nowhere. Going. Regardless, this, I, don't, this, I don't think that... This stuff is my worry. I am more concerned that he's going to get hurt. If he's healthy, yes, I think he'll be dominant. I think he'll be, and that's why my expectation is an absolute floor. If he's not the number two starter behind Garrett Cole, I am extremely disappointed in Lou Severino, and he, he had a failure of a season. The he only he way, needs to be that number two. If if he's not the number two, who is our number two? The only way he's not the number two is if he's hurt. Nestor Cortez? In my opinion, the only way Luis Severino is not the number two is if he's hurt. That's my main concern. I think he's. I think he's going to get hurt. Why? Uh, because of the last two years. So that just automatically. Excuse makes... me for using the most recent parts of history to. So we try so and tell the future here. Let me tell you. So one year, guy hasn't been healthy for two years. Yeah, so. because one year he was hurt, and then he was overcompensating his injury and tore his UCL. Okay, that's a common thing. Okay, so so if he until he proves that he, I, I just I'm just saying what he I proved feel. it for three. I'm years. just saying what I feel. He's been hurt no, the last two years. No. He pitched for six innings at the end of 2021. I would like to see him be healthy. Am I wrong for saying that? I don't think that it's 100% guaranteed that he's going to be healthy I don't think next year. No, you said I, you think he's going to I get hurt. I do think he's going to get hurt. And I just don't think that's fair. I, I'd put 80% chance he gets hurt. I think 80% chance he gets hurt. I just think that's ridiculous. At some point in the year. I think that's pessimistic. And I am the most, pe- I am the right. most pessimistic the, Yankee so fan So what are the, the odds he pitches 100 innings? Uh, 80%. 90%. 98%. Okay. <laughs> See, I think it's either going to be so he gets hurt early and he's out for the year or he's going to be good for the year. I feel like this, oh, I'm so the, sorry. The that of, like since we haven't seen him pitch ace. that much, the beginning of the that's season is going to be like the tell-all. It's like, does he have something nagging that's been exacerbated by him pitching in the beginning or is he going to be good for the year like a normal pitcher? He's and if something happens, year. something happens. Well, I mean, why are you assuming he's hurt? Because he's been hurt. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? Because he had Tommy John. Some guy just came out of prison for murdering people. No, mm. I, I assume no, he's going to murder somebody. If he gets hurt, it's not going to be that Based on the elbow, recent trends. Like, no, no. Dude, Tommy John isn't stuff. a lingering injury. It's not like he has Tommy John. It's like, man. I, yeah, I think Tommy he may have Tommy John. The wise guy had Tommy John. Yeah, everybody has Tommy John. But exactly. Like, there's other injuries that he, he seems like a fragile player because he's been injured two out of his four years in Major League. And maybe it's recency bias, it but maybe it's not. Bias. It Look is recency bias, but it, but it's valid. Yeah, it's it's definitely a fucking it's concern. Va- there is not no concern. Be, it's valid to be upset, but it's not valid to just go into the year assuming that he's hurt. I'm more worried about him being fully healthy and being bad than him being hurt. Really? I don't think that. No, he's at all. too good. He's I don't good. think that's going to happen. But I'm more worried about it. I really, just I think like, it's way worse for the Yankees if that happens. If he I comes out it's fair. and has a five-five ERA and goes five and eleven, that's fucked up. And that's I think that's impossible. Like I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think so it's I don't fair think it think is either. Fair. But I'm, that's what I'm more worried about. Okay. I just don't, I don't think, think it's, it's going to happen. Okay, and we're going in circles. I know what you. I know what you're saying. Well, you don't even let me talk. You said you don't think it's fair to assume that he's going to be hurt. But what? Right? You said that 16 times. You didn't let me finish. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, I don't think it's fair to go into the season and just be like, yeah, he's going to be hurt. That's the same thing. Do the same so, thing with Judge and Stanton then. If you're going to do that, then do that with Judge. That's what do people it. do with Judge and Stanton. Do it with Stanton, but do it this year. You don't. I don't. Gentlemen, then we why, need to get off not? this topic, and I have a good segue. Okay, yeah, get do. off this topic, please. I read an article <laughs> nice. about a potential National Savant. League pitcher 
that the Yankees theoretically could be interested in. A National League pitcher? Can we, can we play guess pitcher. that player? That is under 30 years old, and I would like you to... Is he in the NL or AL? National League. I said National League. Can I ask one question? East, West, or... No, no, no. That's a two broad. No. That's is it somebody point. they've been linked to many times? No. I. This is the first time I've seen them linked to him. So it's not Luis Castillo. It is not Luis I would Castillo. hate if we got him. He sucks. Oh, fuck. Now I would, too. I was very year. excited about that a couple years ago. He had a but terrible no. year. No, he but actually, he first, terrible, half, first actually, half of the year, it was on my fantasy team. I this might be helpful. Terrible three so remember three when months. we were tied to Luis Castillo? Yeah, I like see this as times. that same kind of situation. Is it Sonny Gray? He's in the AL. No, he's not. Um, get out of town. Oh, I forgot he's not in the Athletics anymore. Um, under yeah, 30. We, under 30. In the National League. In the National League. Is he on the in elite, uh, Is he is, on the Phillies? Is he on the Marlins? No. no. Is it Zach Wheeler? No. Is it Pablo, the, the Marlins guy? No. Okay. Is he on the Brewers? No. Can can you give That'd us a cool division so yeah, we're not give just us a division. guessing? Central. This is bad radio. Central. Central. <laughs> Central. Is he on? Is he? He's got to be on the the Cubs, right? Nope. Kyle Hendricks. Yep, young guy. No, I don't know. Kyle Hendricks would be a good guess, but no. I, I would. Wait, is he a reliever or starter? Starter. Pirates. Nope. God Ooh. damn. Cardinals. Pick a team. Cardinals. Why would the Cardinals trade anybody? Jack. Well, Flaherty? it's not Adam Wainwright. It's Jack Flaherty. No. <laughs> oh, I said it's not Adam Wainwright. No way. He's Jack a spring Flaherty chicken, had man. an ugly there's arbitration. No, there's no way we're linked to Jack Flaherty. They were good this oh, year too. I'm not Why would they get rid of him? Ooh. I read a very, I read a very theoretical article that made a little bit of sense to me. I just wanted to bring it up. It was, I think it was on Pinstripe Alley. I could be very. Wrong, I would cream but. myself if we had Jack Flaherty. So yeah, here's the thing. Let me pull it up actually. Because Jack Flaherty or Matt Olson? That we would be giving Jack up. Jack Flaherty. Really? Yeah. That quick. Jack Flaherty's an animal. And Murph, and, 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 and Olson and, or Flaherty. We don't need a first baseman. We need Flaherty, pitching. We, need pitching. we don't need a first. If we're giving up the same prospects for both, I might take Flaherty. Damn, you look like a ballerina. Flaherty. Sorry, I forgot I looked up a million things. Flaherty, Cole, potentially Severino if he stays healthy. Fuck you. Nestor Cortez. Is Nestor Cortez fully in the rotation next year? No. No? I think that's hard to dismiss. I think I think there's more. I think it's, I, hope I think so. there's more of a chance that Nestor, Nestor Cortez is in the rotation next year than Luis Severino staying healthy. Right, so I think that's here's, here's so. The here's the deal with Flaherty. Just to put that out there. So he had he apparently is at odds with the Cardinals because his arbitration deal was they they were offering him three million. He wanted basically four, and like they weren't going to give him the extra million. That's so, so close. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So is close. it worth like, going arbitration not? over? He, he's. Right, exactly. He won the arbitration, obviously. So they were talking about giving... I'm trying to find the prospects that they were talking about giving up here. Hang on. I know Clark Schmidt, Debbie, and Medina were in there. And it would have been two out of that three. It was from fan-sided, by the way. Um, Yeah, so it was Domingo and Chad Green, along with... Two out of the three of Clark Schmidt, Luis Healer, Debbie. What would you do? I would for Jack Flaherty. For Jack Flaherty, I'll take Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty is a beast, man. And 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 you, and, would, and you would give up. You would give up Chad Green, Luis in Healer, a heartbeat. I'd give up Chad Green. Chad Green kind of sucks. 
I like Clark I, Schmidt. You know I think I, I would give up. I would give up Green or Domingo, and then I would. We haven't even talked about Debbie because who knows? He's dead to me. Yeah, until until he proves otherwise. Dude, he had like I, a I, don't, I don't even the count other him. the other two that I threw in after were Medina and Wells, and I wouldn't give up those two. I wouldn't yeah, give he, up either. He had else. a he had a nine ERA in the minors. I wouldn't give up Medina or Wells because I think Wells is the heir to Gary, which I say I mean, that like it's a good thing, but he should be taking over Gary soon. It, it's because it's a plus catcher in your system, and you have the most overrated catcher in probably the history of baseball. Um, no, but here's the thing too with Jack Flaherty grows a mean mustache and the Yankees law mustaches. That's a good point. Just throwing it out there. Something to note. Uh, so the recent update on the lockout since we we have honestly, I'm I'll, I'll pat ourselves on the back a little bit. We have talked so little about the lockout and I'm proud of us because it does not matter. We can't like, I, I am so happy. We haven't sat on this podcast uh, and to be fair, we didn't record multiple weeks in a row, so that was probably the like time that 10. this would happen. But um, oh, it's just so boring. There's nothing going on, and uh, we actually have some promising updates in my mind. I, I'm this gave me optimism. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, Rob Manford today announced that the MLB has agreed to. Well, this is just changes, but he, he announced that the MLB agreed to um, a draft lottery and a universal DH. So Universal DH, we've been talking about for a little bit. I'm very everybody's pumped about that, except for Giancarlo Stanton, uh, because he probably wants to play the outfield. So uh, the draft flyer is interesting. So that's that's fun. So that does that mean does now? Does that get rid of the qualifying offer? I'm not sure. I guess that's a question for Rob Manfred. But um, so that means now it's just the same as the NBA, then, right? I guess. So it's not like the NFL. I'd have to see that. I I. Well, the, the MLB t- is like the NFL in the draft before this rule is like the worst team gets the first pick, right? Yeah. Rob okay. Manfred could tell me the sky was blue and I wouldn't believe it. I like the lottery. I'm a big lottery fan. But the the more important stuff on the lockout is, uh, I think this is, yeah, this is from Rob Manfred. The status of spring training is no change right now, Rob Manfred says, saying they're going to discuss it with the MLBPA this weekend. Of course, the current status is the Major League Spring Training can't start, obviously, because they're in a lockout. Thank you very much for giving no information whatsoever there. But Jeff Passan said, asked Rob Manfred if he thinks opening day will be as scheduled March 31st. His response, I'm an optimist. I believe we will have an agreement in time to play our regular season schedule. So I don't believe shit that Rob Manfred says, but like the fact that he's addressing it a little bit is... Promising to me, at least. I'm just happy they're talking about it. And that's more news than we've had the past couple weeks. All of the news we've got have been just, yeah, you know, they're about $100 million off in uh, in the bonus pool money for the, the pre-arb players. So things are not going well. Like, that's all we're hearing. And now we're at least hearing them address that, like, we're hearing the start date it. stuff, which is fine. Like, I mean, he's he's a big part of this. I don't like him, but I like that he's talking about it. So I don't know. He's a piece of shit. So I, I don't ask, trust him at do all. Do you guys know more than I do about the uh, federal mediator? Like, is that going to push the agenda? On they rejected it. The players rejected, rejected it. Rejected it. Got it. So, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, we're not we're not starting on time. I'm sorry. Whatever Rob Manfred says, take with a grain of salt. He's you a, don't think the, he's a the, pile of shit. You think the ML, the, the opening day is going to be delayed? Yeah. Or spring training? Both. Spring training is guaranteed to be delayed. When was it was supposed to start in like a week, right? What's today? February tenth. What are yeah, the pitchers yeah, and catchers report on like the eighth? 
So I think they're there. They are there. I have inside info. I actually don't know that's true. I just wanted to make myself sound. Is Locke there? He is there. He lives in Tampa. Okay. (laughs) No, but I do think they are reporting that Dominguez and all of them are going to be in Tampa. Well, they're minor leagues. The minor league season is still totally intact. Oh, really? Yeah, they're a totally separate entity. Well, that does well for you in terms of having Peraza get called up. Well, he's on the 40-man. 40-man can't play. Oh, he's on the 40-man. So... Of course he is. I just, I just, I think that's a good, good thing. I think Peraza is going to play, and I'm okay with it. I, honestly, at this point, I'd rather have Peraza than Andrelton Simmons. I'd rather have Peraza yeah. than Freddie Galvis, even though he signed in Korea. You've been wondering. You've been, my, like, Freddie Galvis's name has been on this podcast up. way too much. Freddie Galvis's name has been spoken way too much in general. Yeah. All right, I think that's it for me. You guys have anything else you want to chat about? Nah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, appreciate you guys making it this far into the podcast. If you pre- if you like this, we'd appreciate it if you could give us a five star rating on iTunes. If you want to see this podcast in video form, go check out the YouTube. Search up Bronx Pinstripes on YouTube. You'll catch these episodes live and in video form. Uh, we love you guys. We hope that Manfred is not lying and he has uh, he, he starts the season. That'd be really fun because we can stop talking about nonsense. But see you guys later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.